Here we go, test, Philadelphia. Seventy sixers. They're gonna crush the Bucks tonight. Big. That's dub, right. Big Dubsky. Dumbass Bucks. Dumbass Bucks. Am I right? Yeah. Who calls himself the deer? You got. You think Marco listens to all these parts? Should we just talk shit about him for the next ten minutes? Yeah, he'll probably just put it into the podcast. Be like, ah, I got your notes and what time you took a break and when you started. And, and threw uh, it out the window. Yeah, don't even care. <laughs> just put it up there. No editing whatsoever. Yeah, let me edit that for you guys. Let me help you out here, everybody. Copy, paste, deploy, done. <laughs> Paycheck, please. This week, Jim and Nick talk about I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Send Enjoy please. your pod, assholes. Done. Welcome to the Art of the Dive podcast. We got the A team here today. That's right. Jake is still sleeping. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. Marco is not here because he got another puppy. So he is too busy with all the dogs for the podcast. But I do have Mr. Nick Zupon. How are you doing today? Hello, everyone. Glad to be back. Are you? Are you glad to be back? It seems like I had to pull teeth to get this podcast together. No, not really. I was kind of hoping Marco would uh, step up and do the podcast stuff. Yeah, we all know that's not going to happen. Yeah, he's he's making excuses. Yep, that's what he does. Well, right now it's Thursday. Just to give everyone a heads up, we're, uh, it's before the Fulham Villa and Leicester Leeds games, so we don't have those yet, but we wanted to get a pod out before the weekend. These uh, these short weeks always kind of mess with me. I, Monday's my busy day for work, so I didn't really have time to look at a transfer, and I kind of made a mistake there. I uh, I ended up bringing in Gordon for Everton, which seemed like a dumb move. Um, LOL. You actually did that? Yeah, I did do that. Because I was, I was like, all right, I don't have time. I got home like Monday at like 11, and I was like, pulled up FPR review, and it was like dump Bowen and Madison for Salah and Gordon. So I was like, all right, I'll just follow what review says. I don't have time. Um, Captain Saul. I gave you three three great ideas for that one, and you went totally against my advice, and all three, of them Nick? returned. What were the three? Zaha, Easy E, and Almiron. Yeah, I have Zaha. Okay, everyone has Zaha. Easy E then return. Almiron. I don't know if you're trolling. You just say yes to anything I ever say. I could be like, "Oh, should I bring in uh, Diego Costa?" And you'd be like, "Hell yeah, brother." I, I said that um, Gordon only scores deflected goals, and his underlying stats aren't great. So he scores deflected goals. Uh, that's all I heard. That was the end of it. I like making jokes, so sometimes I say things that are silly, like he only scores deflected goals. But that's actually true, except for the last goal he scored was not a deflected goal. Yeah, well, so my thinking is that over the next four game weeks, he has the easy, Everton have the easiest schedule of any team. They play their home to Palace, away to Fulham, home to Leicester, away to Bournemouth. So if I have to start him, like, a start someone who's cheap, might as well start the guy with the easiest fixtures and just pray he can get lucky. Yeah, I mean, you don't want him to carry your team anyway, so it was, it was worth a punt probably. Just didn't work out because all my other suggestions returned conveniently. You just suggested like 40 players and you just picked out the three you like. I said Easy E, Zaha, Almiron. They all returned. And, and, and. Sala? Yeah. Good call there, idiot. Jeez. <laughs> I, uh, just going to my team structure a little bit, I'm currently at a premium with Holland, Kane, and Sala. I captain Sala this too. week for 12, but I'm a captain again against Nottingham. What about you, Nick? What are you thinking? Captain shouts. Uh, I have the same premium, 
And I thought it was like a brilliant move to bring in Sala midweek because I was expecting like no one else to have Sala. I think Marco had Sala already, but yeah. I was not expecting you to have Sala because he's not been like on the greatest run of form and Liverpool still aren't that great. But uh, I thought, you know, it was a sneaky play. So I captained him this past week. I will probably captain Holland. No, I take that back. I don't know. I have to I have to look. Good, good. I'm, the- I'm on the fence about it. I think Holland has projected more points against Brighton there at home. But Forest are so bad. But also with the injuries that Liverpool have, Salah is playing out wide again because they have Darwin in the center. So that leads I me think, into a question, Nick. Does losing right. Diaz and now Jota dent Salah's output? That's from Gotham. Yeah, I, th- I think it does, unfortunately. Unless they, it depends how they line up, but Salah seems to not return very well or have great output when he's out wide on the right. And I don't know why, because he that's where he's played like all his whole Liverpool career, but. I Darwin's a, in the center, and I think he's he's the guy right now. Yeah, that's my hypothesis. I don't know if you uh, were watching the games, but whenever Darwin got the ball, he never passed. He just put his head down, and he was going straight to goal. So it's like Salah could be in, and he's like, I don't give a shit. Like Firmino, very generous, right? Jota, very generous. So when they get the ball, they hold it up, they find streaking Salah. He's just gonna Darwin's just gonna chuck it at goal and see yeah, what happens. No, Darwin shoots from wherever he wants. He whenever does not he pass. wants. Yeah. He actually had like some good chances in that game. Uh, he had one off the post and then he had like a full volley on the full sprint that Fabianski saved. So he was looking good. I think I would go with him over Salah this week in terms of just player selection, but I, I can't get him in at this point. But yeah, I, he is the classic striker who just puts his head down and he's just, he doesn't care about his teammates. He just wants to score. Yeah, it's killing Salah, I think. So after this Nottingham game, I kind of want to move Salah out, but... Yeah, he still has some decent fixtures. I might just hold him and not captain him and just stick with Gordon and Salah, which seems really dumb. But, and then, like, you know, like, do I, I don't know. Here's another question. Do I do I bring in Foden? Do I bring in Saka? Like, should I bring Maddo back in? I don't know. What do I do with the midfield? I think Foden and Saka are a step above Madison, and they cost about the same, so I would not bring Maddo back in. Uh, aren't they all about eight? Foden's a little bit above eight and Saka's right below eight, like 7.9 or something. Yeah, yeah, you got that yeah. right. Yeah, I, I think the those are the two guys I'd be looking at. Um, oh, my God. I didn't realize that they were leading the midfielders in points with 64 for Foden and 63 for Saka. That's crazy. Yeah, they're crushing it. Oh, man, this was so dumb. I should have just brought Trissard in for a week like Jake, who capped in Trissard because he's terrible at FPL. And then moved next week, Bowen and Maddo to like a Foden Saka. But wait, did you say Jake captain Trossard this week? Yeah, damn right I did. Are you How sh- did that work out for him? I think what pretty is well this overall. I think he's I think he's very happy with that result. It might be the most captain points he's gotten in a while. Um, Six points. Well done, Jake. Yeah. Oh, he also has Bowen, who missed a PK. Oh, my God. He was ranked 5.5 million, and he red arrowed down to 5.7 million. (laughs) How many dead teams do you think are beating Jake's team right now? How many told teams are? Do we know how many teams there are? are, So there are 10.7 million total teams. I can't remember. I think uh, one of those websites, I can't remember which one, just came out and said, like, x percent are dead teams meaning like they haven't made a move in the last five game weeks 
but yeah. I don't I don't remember what that number was. I bet it's like there's probably eight million. No, 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 six million dead teams, something like that. He's definitely up there for lowest uh, lowest active manager in the world. I would say. Um, let's see. He took a hit to bring in Kane and Trissard, and he only has nine guys going this week. <laughs> Just a dumpster fire, man. What's going on over there? Uh, we need to get Jake back on here and, and see if he has an explanation. Maybe he's trying to have... He's like uh, he's playing Antasy right now. He's like switched his, his mentality. I think he's he hates the algorithms. You know, he's team grass. And I think he's just saying, fuck whatever Twitter says. Fuck the uh, algorithms. Let me just do what I do. And that's why he brought in Chilo in game week four. <laughs> Well, at least it's like entertaining, and uh, I know that I won't get last in our our little mini league that we have going. Like, there's no way. Yeah, well, we have Crane who has all the Americans too in that little mini league. Ryan, so Ryan's uh, usually in last since he has eight Americans this year, which just nukes his entire FPL team. Yeah, that uh, is true. The other B team host Marco here had a good week. He's on 53 points. He's moved up into second in our mini league, only behind me. Um, yeah, Captain Sala. He brought in Almiron. That was the big, the big swing for him this week. Um, he's been Almiron's been hot, man. He's got more points than Sala this year. You think he's yeah? Uh, he's playing well. Pick him up with Tottenham, Villa, Southampton, Chelsea. No. No? I think Newcastle are a good team, though, so there are points to be had from Newcastle assets, and they're priced nicely. So, I mean, it's worth, like, a punt, right? It worked out for Marco this past week. I think Marco said that the, the underlying stats are looking looking good, and that's kind of what swayed him towards Almiron. But, yeah. Um, and St. Maxim yeah. being hurt, I think that makes sense. Um, speaking of, like, Newcastle being good, I, I saw something on Twitter about how uh, if you sort the table by goal differential, it's probably more an accurate representation of like how teams actually are, right? So City would be in first, Arsenal would be in second, then you have like Tottenham, Liverpool tied for third, um, Bournemouth who are on 11th currently of negative 13, that would drop down to 19, um, but Newcastle are plus nine right now, so that would put them in fifth, right? And I think that's that's probably where they actually are. Um, so yeah, where where they'll end up in the at the end of the season? Yeah, well, you know, a little bit of variance, but I, I do think they're a top team, and it's kind of tough because you want to, you know, with Isaac being out, it'd be nice to get Kalen Wilson, but you know, he's always a, an injury possibility, and they still got Wood, who they paid some money for, so he might take the last twenty minutes every game. Um, I don't, I don't really know who else to get in besides Trippier. I, I think Trippier is the guy for them. I don't know, maybe you stick with Almiron while Max is out, and then. See what happens. Then see what happens. Thanks for the advice, Nick. Appreciate I'm still that. stuck on the fact that you think like goal differential is is a true indicator of how the league will finish. So you think Liverpool is the seventh best team? They're currently seventh. That's what you, you think that's accurate? No, I said like goal differential predicts the end of the season standings. I just think it's funny because Liverpool dropped like what, nine goals against Bournemouth, so that uh that one game is going to heavily influence that little uh trope there i mean so you want to dive into every team now and start looking at their goals per match and then try to find issues with this like i'm just saying liverpool's probably a top four team would you agree i think top four is like the goal i don't even know that they're they're guaranteed to be top four at this point 
they've not, lost enough games I'm and not they saying, have dropped enough points. I'm not saying like guaranteed. I'm just saying like talent wise. Like if you could if you could start the season and pick any teams in your top four, it'd be City. Who are the other three? Well, at the beginning of the season, I was going to say Pool, but the way that they're currently playing, it's like no, they're not in the top four. That's keen analysis, Nick. They are seventh. You are correct there. Thank you. Thank you. Moving on. Yeah. Nick asks, why does Jim do bench wankery? I benched all my starters this week, so I get the points off the bench. Uh, just because if you're not doing that, why do you even play FPL? Don't you got to mess with the rankings a little? You know, like Marco's in first in our mini league, and now I'm going to swoop in and take the lead at the last second. And isn't that funny? I can make fun of him. Yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I don't know. I I was looking at our standings and I was looking just you know like the league page and I was thinking, oh, Jim sucks this week. That's funny. And then I clicked on your team and you have like all your starters on the bench. So yeah, it's just it's a it's like a total gym thing, like something you would do, but pretty annoying. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I think we just play. You know, a, a big part of FBL Twitter specifically is messing with people, right? Like half the tweets I see, it's just people trying to make terrible jokes. Um, so I think anything you can do to just like annoy people is kind of how FPL operates. Very nice. I like it now. I didn't like it before, but now I like it since you explained it like that. Good, good. So I can expect to see all your starters on the bench next week? No. Do you ever do it when you don't have like your guaranteed like like on a game week like this you can do it because it's it's funny because you know some guys aren't going to play because the games are postponed Mm -hmm. do you ever do it when you like are expecting a guy not to play and Uh, then you like bench sala and then you put in the guy who's not supposed to play and then they get in for like 15 minutes you like play with fire that way uh so mitrovic i think is a good example right we didn't think he was going to play last week so i put him on my bench and i started andre's prayer because i was like even if he plays what is he going to play like 60 70 like he doesn't seem to be doing well he practiced one day like he's not fit and then he starts scores a pen plays 90 so i think that's a um when actually bench wankery came back to bite you well no that's i didn't do any bench wankery bench wankery was starting mitro and then having andre's first on the bench so when it actually matters i'm a coward but when so it's a the bench wankery, play. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, sure, Nick. You got me good there. You got me on that one. Um, actually, how I do it is, I'm I'm a big planner. I always look many weeks ahead. So when there's a blank game week like this, I just set my team up for the team I'm going to play next week. So now I don't even have to touch my team. I just made my transfer. Everyone's already in the right spots. I'm set. Good to go. Wow. Yeah, that's good. That's impressive. Is it impressive? Does it matter? No. Is it? Does it do anything? No. It's just me being a weirdo. So that's that's how I operate. Um, Nick, how did we talk about your team a lot already? Anything else you want to say? Good to go. Um. Nah, I had pretty uh, marginal week. Like, had I'm on forty four points right now. I think my bright spot was uh, Rhea. Came up with a huge clean sheet against Chelsea with the three bones as well. I think massive. So that that uh, was unexpected. Otherwise, I was really hoping for Salah to like crush it, and he just. It was a disappointing game to watch. It was like way closer than I thought it was going to be. West Ham have seemed kind of stinky recently, so I, uh, you know, and I also thought it would be sneaky. But you and Marco both captain Salah as well, so there's basically like no differential there. 
Uh, we'll see what happens in the Villa game. I have Mitro and Andreas playing. Yeah. But I think everyone has those guys, right? Yeah, so there's they like, do. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much, pretty much like a yellow arrow week regardless. At least I fielded 11 players and didn't captain Trousard, right? Could always be worse, Nick. You could always be Jake. Um, you do have some differentials, though. You have McAllister, Perisic, and Romero. I guess Perisic isn't much, but Devil Spurs defense is interesting. Um, and then you bench Dunk against Nottingham, who is an offensive powerhouse. I understand that decision entirely. Yeah, I, I just went with the models. So every really? week I just um, use FPL review and look at the projected points. So I don't even think about setting my lineup. I just let the computers do the work for me. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it does not. Although I brought in McAllister as a as a huge punt this week um, as a cheap mid He's on pens sometimes. Um, <laughs> it's really hoping that it would work out that that the that Nottingham Forest would get crushed by Brighton, but I guess they're both pretty bad teams at this point. I don't know what happened to Brighton. They used to be like decent at the start of the season. They got a new manager. I don't know if you saw the that. Potter effect. Yeah, that's what. So I think I, I th- uh, that's probably Jake last week who I was talking to, where I was like, "You just got to throw out all the data for Chelsea before Potter, and then you got to throw out all the data before Potter." after Potter, I'm lost with Brighton as well, where it's like, if there's yeah. a new manager, nothing before that matters. Everything changes. Irrelevant data. Um, so that's that's kind of my thoughts on Brighton. I did try to avoid them, but I do have Dunk as well, um, who's third on my bench. But oh, look at that. He's going to make the sub in. Who knew? Who knew? What a shocker. Um, ha ha ha. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, my team, I am... 80k overall now with Pereira and Mitri to go like everyone else so I'm just just chilling up here hanging out playing it safe playing really boring um not much to report on that end do you want to read out some leagues here Nick yeah let's go ahead I'll do the PSL Super League because I'm in the top 10 let's go baby are you really yeah but that's like our our small like Patreon supporters league so it's 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 30 people. So out of 30, I'm in the top third, which is not saying much. Although, uh, any guesses on who's last in that league? That's going to be a tough one, Nick. It's going to be a tough one. <laughs> he, he's in last by 67 points. Oh, my God. <laughs> should, do you think he gets like, should you guys kick him out? Should there be like a minimum barrier? Like, yeah, like you get relegated to like, uh, what's what's worse than a PSL? Uh, I don't. I think that's the point of PSL. Is there's not much worse like than a that. a white white chocolate peppermint mocha league. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just Jake in there by himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should make that league and invite him. Oh, we'll do. All that. right. Good. Uh, so we'll start with uh, uh, in in eighth place. We got Art of the Hive, the Hive team. So they're moving up to eighth place. Um, in seventh place, we have Butt Stuff United, managed by the real Doctor Jake. AKA Nick. In sixth place, we have Need a Better Hobby, managed by Marvin Andre. Fifth place, The Lion, The Witch End, managed by Emma FPL. We have Marco in fourth place, The Art of the Dive. He calls himself The Art of the Dive. He should just call himself Marco. Like, why does he get to be the FPL podcast team? Because we all know it's, it's just a, Marco. It's not Jake, though, right? We all know Jake doesn't do anything. And I don't know. You got to rep the brand. Should we all just change guess, our name yeah. to The Art of the Dive? I did that for a while. And then I think Marco got mad at me, so I just changed it to Dr. Jacob Close. Yeah, I'm just going to be Butt Stuff United for as long as I can until someone reports me as an offensive team name. I think Nobody J- report me as having an offensive team name also. 
I don't want to have to change it. Last year was Dick Butt United, and then someone reported me. It was Jake, because you were talking shit to him. (laughs) (laughs) I had to change my name, but I didn't. I just swapped. uh, I did all caps and then swapped uh, lowercase i for uh, lowercase l. So technically it was D-L-C-K, but it passed the the little screener or whatever Stupid but it still bots. said dick butt united yeah computers don't know nothing dumbass computers all right third place we have kuyate kid managed by matt frisky second place z's all stars managed by zf and in first place holding strong the teeth of suarez managed by potty pa nice what if do you think we should just read out people who are like uh like subscribed listeners because i feel like in the art of the dive league like there's like 500 people and there's no way that many people listen to us so should we even recognize randos who just join leagues for the glory just read like the top three i don't know if you're having a good year nick you just join as many leagues as possible I think that's what everyone does. Yeah, you you join all the open leagues. You try to win the t-shirts and the coffee mugs and whatever else are the prizes. I haven't done that. I'm only in like two leagues. I'm in our private league in League Dive, and that's it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure what Bobby Love did last year was just joined a bunch of leagues because he was having a stellar year and then ended up like winning stuff. I don't know if that's true. Interesting. We'll have to get him on the pod to either confirm or deny that story. <laughs> he either says yes or no. Yes, and then we'll just end it right there. That'll be a good pod for next week. All right. Oh, yeah. Top five for League Dive. We have a tied fifth between Fabio L. Alami and Thomas Gravgard. Uh, fourth, we have Robert Barlow. Third, not Brad. His team name is Brad's Babes. Nice. Second, we have Red's Captain 8, Elias Latonin. And first, we have Game of Thrones, Anthony Nago. I wish I were as good as some of those people who are really good at FPL. They have like 100 more points than I do. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah, it's a lot of points, but it's a long season, right? There's a lot of opportunity to fuck up. You could captain Trissard at any moment. <laughs> you could make it really hard on yourself to be good at this game, but... Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jake's just trying to get green arrows every week, and he can't even do that. <sighs> Poor guy. Poor guy. Do you think we need to have like a commercial like in our breaks? Sh- should we do like support dumb fpl managers you can donate like here. an aspca commercial where we have sarah mclaughlin sad piano music yeah and then just like a Pictures photo of montage jake. of jake yeah it's like for 25 cents a month <laughs> you can help this moron not captain he's Desart. 67 points behind the next best player in a league of his followers and he <laughs> has the podcast help him oh man we really because <laughs> then he doesn't listen to the pod right i know He'd be pretty i know offended. i, I kind of feel bad i i, I want to retract it but it's all true so i'm not going to we'll just have marco edit it out oh yeah he's really good at editing things out he definitely doesn't leave breaks in and you know starts and opens yeah marco and... if you hear this just know you're stupid all right good now we're just hating on our co-host that's what this has evolved into <laughs> Um, should we should we wrap it up? Anything we want to talk about next week? What are you playing? So you bring it in. I was looking at that. So, um, what do you think about like dropping Kane for Darwin? Is that a stupid thing to do? I was thinking about doing that this past week, um, and it would have been the smart thing to do if it wasn't for those darn algorithms who I hate whenever they're wrong but love whenever they're right. So no, get them in. Maybe. 
Let's see what the I'm just looking at FPL review and seeing what their suggestion is. It's Sharda Gabriel. Yeah, as I'm, the suggested I'm, transfer. I'm moving Sharda White probably. That's going to be my move this week. Um, just easy fixtures for Arsenal, and he's cheap. Might as well get him in. I do have some concerns about rotation, but I think he'll be fine. Didn't Gabriel get a red card in this last match? No, they called it back because they said he didn't make contact, so it was only a yellow card. But th- that's the play that they gave the PK on, right? Yeah, they gave the PK, and then they were like, no PK, no red card, only kidding. That's hilarious. So would you, I mean, like, do you think FPL Review has a little bit too much uh, stake into Gabriel's performance versus any of those other Arsenal defenders who might be a little bit cheaper? I think on set pieces, he's very involved, like him and Saliba, right? Like, Ben White doesn't do anything. Like, attacking-wise, he's a waste, and that's why he's 0.5 cheaper, and a lot of people aren't talking about him. Um, so I always liked Gabriel. I had him when he scored his goal. I think he's a fine option. All right. I'll think about that. I hate when uh, FPL Review offers me, like, non-sexy transfer suggestions. Yeah, like like Anthony Gordon. Yeah, like I want to like usually it's it's like swap out your defenders and bring in a premium goalkeeper, <laughs> and I'm like I I don't want to do that. Like I understand that that might be the optimal move, but I I just can't I can't do that. I can't bring in Allison even though he's going to save a PK. Yeah, and get three bones or something. Like a clean I just, sheet, fifteen points. You don't want that. Yeah, not sexy. Everyone has no. him. Not interested. I would I would sacrifice those points to to be do something to crazy. not have to say like yeah I transferred in a goalkeeper this week that was my move oh I've made two transfers on goalies this year I don't this is this is what I said before the season it's like if you just do whatever FBL review says even though it's boring you're gonna win you're not gonna have fun but you're gonna win so that's why I I hear you I kind of you wanna, hate computers too I want I mean yeah I'm using I always use a computer but I'm I do think it takes a lot of the joy out of FPL and that's fine. You know, we could we could make a separate mini league with separate teams where we just ban all logic and you have to make a sexy move. How about that? We'll call it the sexy league. I thought that was the the white chocolate peppermint mocha league. No, that's just for shitty ass FPL managers. <laughs> One in the same. One in the same. All right. Uh, anything else, Nick? Any other anything else going on for you? Well, there's like the news today that um Liz Truss has resigned from her position. How long was she? Wanna... How long was she? Uh, in the forty-four days, I think forty-five days, something like that. Oh wow, that's a that's a decent amount of time. I want to know, like, starting right now, which managers in the Premier League do you think won't last forty-four more days? There's a few that are kind of like on thin ice, right? I mean, Brendan Rodgers is someone everyone talks about, and he must have some like blackmail on the owners i don't know how he's still employed um so that's one who i think everyone thinks needs to go but isn't anyone what else what are the managers aston villa steven gerrard yeah like so steven gerrard although i hate to say it i think he has to go right like they've been just complete ass yeah and then a lot um, of money in that team still ass yeah what about frank lampard do you think he is he still the manager of everton (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Well, he's got to go then. He's definitely got to go. We don't even know. Definitely. Yeah, their underlying is terrible. So bad. What is this? Makes Andy Gordon a point. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's still a manager. Yeah, he's he's got to go. He's got to get out of there. 
What about Jesse Marsh? Do you think he'll last 45 more days? I think he plays sexy football, and then he had, like, less resources. So Bielsa came into the Premier League, got 100 mil first year to spend on whoever he wants, 100 mil the second year to spend on whoever he wants. Jesse Marsh takes over. They sell all of his best players, and he gets to spend negative 15 million, right? So that's, like, that kind of sucks from his perspective, where it's like, I got this squad and you sold my best players and won't even give me the, that money that you got back to, like, refurbish my squad. So you can't be shocked when they're, you know, towards the bottom of the table. Who manages Nottingham Forest? I don't know. They probably got to go. Nottingham dropped, like, 150 mil this year. and Oh, yeah, they bought, like, a whole second lineup and they can't get it right. Yeah, it's because they just bought poorly, right? You got spending smarter is better than spending a lot. That's very true. I think if if the real world were FIFA, Nottingham Forest would be like one of the top teams in the league. I think that's how I'm going to choose my league standings. What does that even mean season. if it was FIFA? What is that? <laughs> I think that I think what what they were doing is the the person who identifies the players that they want to bring in was playing FIFA and was oh. like, "Oh, this this Lodi guy from Atletico, great card. bring him in." Got it. Don't they have Serge Aurier? Yeah, big name. High yeah, fever. just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like all these guys who are, like, okay in FIFA and then, like, not very good in real life Got comparatively. It. Got it. So they just base their player selection on, like, FIFA rankings. So, like, this guy's got a special card. We got to bring him in. Got He's it. so good. He's got a five-star weak foot. So they just, like, look at the team of the year FIFA cards and they were just like, if you're in it, we're buying you. Yeah, exactly. That's good. I think that's a good strategy to acquire players. I always assume managers get most of the say in that, which I think is absurd. How can you like manage an entire roster of like twenty five people playing for games and then also scout like every other game? Like there's not enough time in the day and if no. you have a full squad, you can't you can't do that. So you have to like trust scouts and other people, but then how do you you know, if if they're not working with you every day, like they don't have the same values as you, so you might not agree. So I think a lot of a lot of managers don't approve of that approach. You got to have a successful team of like administrative level staff. Like all the all the good teams have a sporting manager, right? Like yeah. um, a player who or a person who identifies the players that the team should bring in. Yeah, and uh, I think that's why Liverpool had such success. They had like this incredible dude, and he just left. I can't remember his name. Yeah, but he he was the one who identified all these players that they brought in recently. And since then, now they suck. So obviously, that's the the causation there. That one guy changes everything. Well, I, and I also think it. You know, you mentioned that like every team has a sporting director, but like it, it varies how much influence they have, right? A manager can come in and say, yeah. "I want all of these guys. I don't care about this sporting director." You know, you see that across all different sports. Um, but yeah, I think from like Klopp's perspective, it's kind of nice to like remove that liability. Like if Darwin doesn't work out, it could be like, "Well, that's what our analytics team said." can't fire me because you paid all this money for someone who's got the fastest speed in the entire history of the premier league yeah what they clock him at i don't know 38 kilometers an hour or something some i don't it's faster than my uh my little hatchback that's true but that tops out at 35 kilometers per hour but which one's more fuel efficient probably darwin he runs on eco-friendly fuel does he we don't know what they're pumping in them <laughs> just straight like methamphetamine just just like he doesn't eat he's just on a strict diet yeah he's just like focused on the goal right 
<laughs> that's why I can't pass. That's why I can't do anything. Yeah, he's just like, go, 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 go. All right, well, that's yeah. good. We should definitely end our podcast with a claim that Darwin's on methamphetamines. What do you say? <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first, folks. Breaking news from the guys in the U.S. Uh, doing a podcast on FPL. And that's why we're the A-team, baby. Follow us on Dive, on Twitter at DiveFPL, Insta, The Art <laughs> of the Dive. I think we still have a Facebook. Uh, you can download our no, pod we don't. anywhere. We don't? We're done with Facebook? Don't follow us on Facebook. You have a Facebook? Yeah, uh, a, a diving company took over our domain on Facebook. Did they really? So, yeah. So if you go on there and you look DiveFPL, it's just like some Caribbean like diving outfitters or something so Dive. don't don't go on facebook and look for us you'll be very disappointed like, sw- or, like I don't swimming know. diving yeah like like uh deep sea diving like scuba oh, diving scuba diving okay i thought it was like olympics you know diving from the top doing spins i was like what are you gonna market like 50 dollars speedos like what do you no, 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 like traveling like trips to the Caribbean. Got Let's it. go dive on these barrier reefs and look at stuff. Got it. We should definitely get in a feud with them and try to get our name back. I'll check the uh, internet to see when their domain expires and then we'll take it. We'll sue them. There we go. That's it. We'll sue them. All right. I'm Jim. I'm Nick. And remember, and remember you should, you should d- dive, dive. Dive. Yeah. Bye. Think Marco's gonna edit this part out? No, he'll probably not edit anything out. So say whatever you want. Yeah, Jake's smart. We actually really like Jake, and Marco forces us to talk mean about Jake on the podcast because he says that's what people want to hear. Yeah, it's just for the ratings, you know. It's just for the crowd. We um, big big proponent of his. I think he's a really smart guy. Works really hard. Uh, Marco is the lazy one who never is part of the pod. Does terrible editing. You know. Yeah, he he won't pay us our salary if we don't say mean things about jake so it's 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 kind of one of those situations that we're getting blackmailed to to be mean to one of our friends for for yucks please help us we're we're not actually located in a different location we're we're just in marco's basement and he ties us up and he feeds us in uh corn that he steals from the farmer's field next door so we haven't eaten anything for two months it's just been corn it's terrible send help please please please